Welcome to Golf Life Now podcast. I'm your host, Bill Anderson. This podcast is sponsored by Logan Anderson Gulf Coastal Realtors. For those of you that are interested in property in the state of Mississippi, but most specifically along the Mississippi Gulf Coast, please visit our website at loganandersonllc.com or visit our site that contains a lot of our blog articles and other information at gulfcoastalrealtors.com. That is gulfcoastal, with an L, realtors, with an S, dot com. Well, we're going to get into our topic today, which actually came from a question that arose on the website Quora, which I answer frequently. I have nearly a million people that have come in and read my answers. And the topic is, how easy is it to get pre-qualified for a mortgage? Now, I thought at first when I saw that question, it seemed a bit simplistic because of all of the other questions that have been answered. But sometimes people need a very specific answer to a very specific question. And if you talk about real estate in general or buying a house in general and you're not specific enough, they don't. it doesn't catch on. So I'm here to talk to you just a little bit about how easy it is to get pre-qualified for a mortgage. Actually, it's not a difficult process if a couple of things are lining up properly. One is that you have a good credit score. That means something preferably above 700. You can qualify to buy below 700, but it gets more problematic at that point. But if you have a score above 700, you're talking about easy now, then you're on the easy path. Next thing is your ratios. You need to have the proper ratio in place. And what I'm talking about a ratio is this, the to income ratio. Now what this says, it tells the lender that you earn say $3,000 a month and that is your gross income. Gross means before taxes, before 401k, before anything's taken out. That's $3,000, okay? So let's deduct from that anything that shows up on the credit reporting agency. A car payment for $100 a month. So you're going to take that off. That's $2,900 is what remains after you take off the $100 from your income, gross income. Then let's say that you're applying for a house payment, and that house payment is going to be $1,000 a month. So we'll take that off. That gives you $1,900 a month. And we'll say in that house payment, that would include taxes, insurance, interest, and principal total together. And you had no other debts showing up on the credit reporting agency. So basically, you have $1,900 left over after deducting this from your gross income. Well, that means that you're going to qualify to buy a house at least the fact that you have about 39% debt to income, which is a good ratio. Normally that ratio should go no higher than around 40%, times sometimes 45, sometimes up to 50. But you said easy. And when we start stretching this a little bit, it becomes a little bit more difficult in terms of quantification of the sources of income and other kinds of things that they're going to be looking into, such as your bank statements, 
looking at your credit report in more detail. So if you want an easy loan, you need to have a high credit score and you need to have the correct ratio. In other words, don't have too much debt. If you can't get to those two, then it's not going to be easy. It's going to be more difficult. It's going to require probably more documentation to show where you have everything, including the money for the down payment. Uh, not that you don't need all of these things for the easy loan, but the easy loan is easy in the sense that as soon as they run your credit report and you give them that basic information, they can give you a pre-approval right away. If they run your credit report and they do the ratios, then they might say, well, we have some work to do on this before we can give you pre-approval. And then you'll have to work with them and you'll have to get things cleaned up on your credit report and that kind of thing. And that's where it the easy word goes away. Not impossible, but the easy word goes away. So it does take a little work to get a loan, but the cleaner your credit history and the fact that you have current income coming in to support that loan, that's a good thing. If you've been laid off recently or you just took a new job, all those other circumstances, those are wrinkles. Not that they can't get straightened out, but it makes it a little bit more difficult. So I'll just give you an example of an easy loan based on someone who has all of the activities in their life in order, so to speak. And let's just take a couple in their late 40s. Their kids are grown and they're out of the house. They have almost no debt, maybe a couple of dollars on the credit card. They're both working. They have real good solid income. It's been going on for over two years. Their credit score is 740. Their ratios are lining up at 30% or less. Those people are going to get a loan as fast as we can snap our fingers here. And the documentation is going to be very simple. W-2 forms. You're going to have to produce your tax returns. Real simple things that most people can get their hands on. And that's what I would call an easy loan. Anything short of that won't be easy, but it's not impossible. I've seen loans go through that I never thought would happen with people who had wrinkles in the fabric, so to speak, with not much time on the job or some income was perhaps self-employment income was difficult to track down or the tax return had some problems with it. Again, many of these things can be corrected, but they won't be easy. So if you're interested in applying for a home loan, I strongly suggest that you go to a loan broker rather than a bank or credit union. If your credit score is low, if you have any of those issues that I mentioned to you, a loan broker is the best person to be able to fix all of those things. If you have sterling credit, great employment, then you can go to a credit union or a bank and you shouldn't have any problem getting loans from those sources. Although I still think that the mortgage broker might be a more effective way to do that because they'll, they'll have more programs available for you. You might not want to put down a lot of money. Maybe you might want to go in with 10%, for example. And some of those programs are outside the norm of the credit union and bank's ability to loan. So a mortgage broker would be the best opportunity in that case. Give yourself plenty of time before you apply for a loan. What you need to do is go to our website, LoganAndersonLLC.com, 
and our other website, which is gulfcoastalrealtors.com. That's G-U-L-F-C-O-A-S-T-A-L-R-E-A-L-T-O-R-S.com. Those two sites have a lot of articles on them about first-time mortgages, about getting a mortgage, about loans, everything that you need to know about how to fix your credit, that kind of thing, and just start the process a long way out before you decide to pick up the phone and call a lending officer and say, hey, I want to borrow some money. You need to start months and months before that, making sure that your credit score is going to show up good and that your bills have been paid and they're on time and you've discharged all these debts that may have shown up on there and they're they're gone and now we've got clean credit reports. It takes a while for that to happen. So I always suggest six months before you decide to call a realtor and say, I want to buy a house. Well, thank you for visiting and listening to our podcast on Gulf Life Now. Please visit our websites, as mentioned before. That would be Logan Anderson, A-N-D-E-R-S-O-N, L-L-C.com, and Gulf coastalrealtors.com now if you want to go to both websites which I suggest you can go to gulfcoastalrealtors.com and there is a link to take you over to loganandersonllc.com that way it gives you an opportunity to read the blog articles on both sites the reason we have two sites is because our business name changed later on And we wanted to preserve the wealth of blog articles that we already had on Gulf Coastal Realtors. So please enjoy yourself. Hopefully you learn a lot and contact us if you're interested in purchasing any property on the Mississippi Gulf Coast or anywhere in Mississippi. Thank you again for listening to our podcast.